You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. The key to creating a sound healthcare system in the 21st century is developing a viable payment model. When you put together provider payment, reform for outcomes, margins, evidence, transparency, hassle reduction, excellence, understandability, and sustainability, you literally spell the word Prometheus. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Francois DeBrant, the National Coordinator for Prometheus Payment, Inc., a non-for-profit corporation working to develop and implement the Prometheus Payment Model. Welcome to the show, Francois. Thank you, doctor. How did you come up with the name? I know there was a uh, Greek demigod named Prometheus who had his liver eaten out every night and had it regenerated. So what was the choice of his name for? Yes, well, I actually don't remember whether the name came before the acronym or the acronym came before the name, but I suspect that the acronym came before the name. And this is what happens when you have members on your design team that get together on Friday nights after work and have idle time to spend thinking through complicated acronyms. But the purpose of the both the name, the symbolism of the name, as well as its full delineation in, as you just stated it, is to project what we aim to do with this new payment model, which is, you know, if you remember the legend, Prometheus was a demigod who brought back light to the human race after it had been taken away by the gods. And in essence, what we're trying to do is to bring back some sense to uh, the payment system. I would settle for just some money instead of light or fire. It would be nice to just get paid for what I do. Well, and I think that's part of it, right, which is most physicians, most hospitals have this very steady and I think appropriate refrain that oftentimes what is expected of them in medicine is actually not necessarily compensated. And that's a natural consequence of the fee-for-service payment system. And that is, in, in large part, what we're trying to change. So how did you come up with the Prometheus model? I mean, what was your idea behind even changing the model? What caused you to even attack this Sisyphusian problem? Well, a couple of things. First, if you go back to some of the published literature in the late 60s, early 70s, you're going to find quite a bit on medical episodes of care. Back then, Jerry Solon, Mark Honebrook spent a fair amount of time trying to think about a different way of paying for health care, and their whole idea and construct was really around the medical episode of care and understanding the fact that a medical episode starts with a diagnosis, ends with a diagnosis, and in between, there's a pathway for the care of the patient And that pathway is going to change whether you're in an acute phase or the maintenance phase of a disease, whether you're going through a specific procedure or an event, and that if we wanted the system to act like a system and we wanted the caregivers to think about themselves as being part of a broader team, then you have to build the episodes around the patient. So the concept itself is far from new. It's 40, 50 years old. What has been, I think, the single biggest challenge to making this concept a reality are really three elements. The first element is really a simple technological element. In order to pay physicians and hospitals and other providers under the construct of a medical episode of care, you need an claims adjudication system that can, in fact, administer a fairly complex way of of payment, certainly much more complex than fee-for-service, and attempts to date have failed 
on that particular front. So the operational aspect is pretty tough. So what are you at Prometheus going to do to make it work while other efforts have failed? A big piece of the answer is in creating an administrative engine that the financial support mechanism around the management of these episodes as effectively and efficiently as possible. And the technology has shifted very significantly over the past 10 to 15 years. The ability for organizations to create much more user-friendly uh, software packages with good user and all of that stuff is now actually starting to benefit the way claims are being administered. So we've been spending a fair amount of time over the past year and a half looking for potential partners that can offer a financial management, claims management solution that would overcome the past operating hurdles, and we have found some. So that's one, one of the big pieces of the pie. If you've just joined us, you are listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and I'm talking today with Francois DeBrant, the National Coordinator of Prometheus Payment, Inc., you were talking a little bit about the partners that you've found to help you with this. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Certainly. So the partners that have come together around this effort include people with very diverse backgrounds in healthcare, uh, healthcare economists, healthcare lawyers, performance measurement experts, people who've been in this field for quite some time. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the big obstacles of paying physicians, hospitals, and other providers under a medical episode of care is the ability to effectively administer that episode. We've brought together a few organizations to create what we refer to as the Prometheus engine, the ability to manage these episodes. And at the front end of that engine, our core partner is a small organization called Michael Pine & Associates that has been really working with health plans and provider organizations for decades in severity adjustments, thinking about you know how you construct episodes. And so if you think about something as complex as a medical episode of care, you need to figure out when a claim comes in, is it part of an episode? That's the piece that Michael Pine is working on. Then you have the guts of the engine, and we've been working with an organization called Claim Shop, which is in Texas classic repricing, claims repricing organization, and they're going to effectively be the guts of our engine. And on the back end, we're working with an organization that I can't yet name that will really be responsible for managing the scorecard, so looking at performance and evaluating performance of physicians and hospitals. And it's the combination of those three things which really make the engine a reality. So, Francois, it sounds like we have a lot of new middlemen instead of the insurance companies taking a piece of the pie. Am I going to see any more money in my pocketbook or checking account as a physician, or is it going to be the same old thing and just someone else is getting the money? Well, I don't think we have new middlemen as opposed to we have a rearrangement of the administrative functions. And what we're trying to figure out is how can we maximally rearrange those administrative functions so that instead of adding costs to the system, we reduce administrative costs. When you think about total costs of care, administrative costs are split between what happens in the plan and what happens in the physician office, and we can quibble about what the percentage is. The bottom line for most physicians, most hospitals is, what do I take home? How can I maximally do a good job for my patients and be appropriately compensated? 
So the answer to the question, do I get to take more, depends on how good you are. And how good you are in the Prometheus system is really a function of how effectively do you deliver good quality care to your patients, patient by patient. And the extent to which you're doing a good job, you're going to take home more. Well, how do you compare this program, the Prometheus program, to the government's pay-for-performance program? Well, a couple of very important differences. The first one is that the government's pay-for-performance program, whether it's on the hospital side or the emerging one on the physician side, is really an add-on to an underlying broken fee-for-service system that continues to perpetuate the fragmentation of healthcare by looking at every individual unit of service independently. And then it tries to compensate for that by adding a percentage and a half or a couple of percent on top of that as an inducement to think about coordination of care. You need to rethink the incentives fundamentally and look at a pot of money and say, here is an appropriate amount to care for this patient. And you can do whatever you want with this amount of money as long as you're giving us good results. That's the fundamental difference between pay-for-performance versus more fundamental payment reform. As you speak about it, I keep thinking about 10 years ago when the HMOs were giving a capitated fee to take care of patients, and this sounds eerily familiar. It does sound eerily familiar, but it is very different. And the single biggest difference is that capitation takes insurance risk, the risk of a bad event happening, and puts it on the shoulders of the delivery system, physicians and hospitals and others. We are very purposefully splitting apart insurance risk that has to and needs to stay within the insurance community. That's what insurance is all about, versus the technical risk, the competence risk that is care given to the patients. And that is what the physician is at risk for. Let's say I have a patient who comes in with just an upper respiratory infection, and I I see them once, and I think it's viral. I send them on their way. They come back three days later. Things have changed. The disease has progressed. I rethink my diagnosis. I put them on antibiotics, uh, perhaps an inhaler. They don't get better. They keep coming back over two weeks. And this is still one episode that I'm getting paid for, it sounds like, And unfortunately, their disease process took longer than someone else's. Am I getting dinged because it took me longer to take care of that patient? The answer is no, and here's how. First of all, Prometheus is not designed to cover the entire spectrum of care. There are many, many interventions on a day-to-day basis between physicians and patients that perfectly well taken care of under the fee-for-service system. And what you describe, you know, the classic pathophysiological progression of uh, upper respiratory infection is most likely something that will stay under the scope of fee-for-service. However, if that patient were now to develop pneumonia, that would be much more like treated like an episode. And under the pneumonia episode, certainly some of the upfront work that was done leading to the official diagnosis of pneumonia would be included retrospectively under the auspices of the episode. And then prospectively, you now have a certain bundle of money with which to take care of that patient. And the extent to which you're treating them with the right type of meds on a timely basis, getting them back into the office, making sure that they're getting better faster, then you're going to be taking home more money. 
Francois, is Prometheus being tested anywhere? Is it up and running anywhere? Where can a doctor learn more about it? The best place to learn more about Prometheus is certainly on the website, www.prometheuspayment.org. We are currently working with a number of communities across the country to finalize our plans on pilot implementations, which we expect to start in January of 2008. And some of the communities include a small community in Illinois, the outskirts of Philadelphia. We're looking at some communities in Massachusetts and others in the Midwest. And we haven't finalized our list of communities yet because we're still working through implementation details, but we hope to have the formal announcements of all those communities by the fall. And we're almost about out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to say about Prometheus? Yeah, I think the most salient difference between Prometheus and existing payment models is that it really tries to rethink payment centered around the patient. This is an incredibly complex endeavor. And as I tell physicians, hospital leaders, and health plans across the country, it isn't going to be easy, and it's not for the faint of heart. Francois DeBrant, thank you very much for coming on the show. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, and you've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your emails to xm at reachmd.com, and thank you for listening.